This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report, live from the virtual Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Uh, this is your show for July 30th, show number 141. I'm your host, Scott Hammer. That's Ron Miller over That's there. That's me right here. Hello. And uh, we got an uh, interesting show for you tonight. First up, we're going to be talking to Brett Holmes, fresh off his ARCA win at Kansas last weekend. He's going to be uh, in the Twin 200s at Toledo Speedway this weekend. And Corey McCoy standing by with his dirt truck out in Ron's front yard, I believe. And uh, we're going to do a little virtual inspection of his uh, dirt truck coming up a little bit later. So... It, an interesting program for you tonight. Coming at you live on Facebook, you can uh, listen to us on iHeartRadio. If you are listening to us on iHeartRadio, tonight's show may be more of a visual thing, so you may want to find the Facebook Live broadcast on our Facebook page. While you're there, make sure to like us. We appreciate that. Also, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Um, thanks to Ron Miller Race Cars, Big D's Pizza. Try, we could probably get that going there. There's a lot going on here. Uh, Oakshade Raceway, we're the fastest meet the race. Steve Kester, Kester Mowing. Uh, Steve, call Charlie Crawl. He's trying to get you to do some landscaping, by the way. Uh, Mill Street Speedway, got the latest on them. I was down at Mill Street Speedway last weekend, and uh, I got some video of that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Freeze frame photos for all your racetrack photo needs. And uh, Continental Service Auto Repair and Adrian, sponsors of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Without further ado, since we have so much to get to this evening, how about we uh, we pull in Brett Holmes here? Sound good to you, Ron? Uh, great with me. Right. Any Anybody that can beat that pesky... Uh, Gibbs kid has got to be good in my book. Pesky Gibbs kid. Brett, how are you? Uh -oh. oh, not what you do, Scott. I, 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 can you hear us, Brett? Did we lose you again? Hey, man, good. How are you? Yeah, I, can hear I, you. I think he froze up. Just... Hey, are you there, Brett? Hello, Brett. I think we can hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, we got you. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry. Good. How are you? Good. Uh, where are you at right now? Are you down in Alabama? Or are you up in Toledo? Where 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 are you? <laughs> uh, I'm in uh, I'm in Alabama right now. Um, I had to work today, but um, we're heading to Toledo tomorrow morning. Okay. Um, how important was it for you to get that uh, first win, that first ARCA win, I should say, under your belt last weekend at Kansas? I mean, very, man, that's, uh, you know, that's the whole reason we go is to, to strive and work towards that. And, you know, it's just, uh, it was just a huge relief to finally, to finally get that out of the way. We've been, uh, it's been a, a long time since, uh, we, we've been in victory lane and, um, a few years really it's taken to, to build up our ARCA team to get to this level. And, um, you know, it's just really cool to be able to, to race at these tracks that we go to and, uh, just to be involved in this series, and um, I'm just uh, really grateful that we've we've built the team up to this point. It's uh, it's been a really cool journey. Now you finished third uh, in the Arca Menards East Series race earlier 
what was that in last month, I guess it was in June at Toledo Speedway. Is there anything you can take from that? Uh, any knowledge you can take from that and apply it to this weekend? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I'm really glad we went to that race. I think uh, there's a few of those guys who missed out on that race that are going to be running this weekend. So I think we'll have a head start. You know, we, we with uh, the limited practice we've been getting with everything going on, um, you know, any on track time is really, really valuable and knowing knowing how it's going to change throughout the day. So I think our, our setup has gotten really close. Um, you know, our short track stuff uh, has been pretty good this year. We built a new short track car over uh, through the pandemic break. And uh, I feel I feel good about it. We finished third there in the Arca East race, so uh, I definitely think we got a good shot at the the win this weekend. Now, how, tell us a little tell us a little bit about your team. Uh, you talked about you building a car. Is it a family owned deal, or uh, fill us in a little bit? Oh, I don't hey, think Scott. I don't think he can hear you. Could you couldn't hear that, Ron Asted? That's no, because I, you I couldn't hear. What that's because you muted me. I, I don't hear you. I guess. All right. You're not muted, Ron. He asked, uh, fill us in uh, on, on your team. Is it family owned to put together? I mean, tell us a little bit about your team. Yes, sir. My, uh, my dad and I own the team. Um, there's uh, five employees. We've got five guys back at the shop in Mooresville, North Carolina. Um, so, uh, you know, it's a, it's a really small, really small shop, really small program, really. And, um, you know, it's, it's nothing like these other guys are with the, uh, Uh oh, <laughs> Ventrini and, and uh, um, Joe is racing and DGR. You know they've they've got multi carters and that's that's something a lot of something we don't have. So it's um it, you know it's really cool and we take a lot of value into the people we have and, and the resources we have at our shop. So I think that's uh, more valuable than anything and that's why uh, that's why we're doing pretty good lately. So how huge would it be for you to come out of this uh, weekend's Twin 200s at uh, Toledo with the, with the point lead? I guess you're uh, nine points uh, out uh, behind Michael Self uh, coming into this weekend. Uh, man, it would, uh, you know, I, I'm just looking for some solid finishes. And, um, you know, I, I think we need to make up a lot as far as points go. Um, which we're only nine behind right now. So, um, you know, we're not we're not that far away, but. Uh, we keep up like we're doing, and we've we've been finishing in front of him every ever since the break has been going on. So um, the past few races we have, so um, I think we're a little ahead of those guys right now. But we just need to keep that momentum up, and I think we'll, we'll take the lead here in the points very soon. Now you're a building sciences uh, major at Auburn University. Uh, is this? I guess you're going to graduate in December, from what from what I read. Is that degree just in case the racing thing doesn't work out? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, you know. I love doing both. I love, you know, working in the construction business and um, I love racing too, but you know, that that's not, you know, just one thing you can bank on entirely to, to do for the rest of your career. So um, I knew I could do both at the same time. It's been very challenging, but um, you know, I've just managed my time very well and, you know, kind of taken out a lot of the things that um, I think a lot of get to enjoy um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's tough, you know, mentally, but, um, uh, you know, I, I like, I like being busy like that. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it like I said, it's been re really tough, really, really stressful at times with school and racing going on at the same time. But, 
um, you know, I, I'm almost done luckily. So I get one of those out of the way and, you know, I can uh, focus a lot more on racing. And what, what is your long-term goal? I mean, you want to get up in the NASCAR, I mean, top, top level there. I mean, what, what's your long-term racing goals? Well, it's always been my dream to, to make it in the top, one of the top three tiers of NASCAR. And, uh, you know, I could, I could definitely see us, you know, moving, moving into the truck series one day, um, you know, in that, and, you know, I think I think we're definitely capable of that. And I think I have the potential to as a driver to be able to do that. Um, but uh, right now, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to be, be a, a, a one hit wonder. I don't want, you know, Kansas to be my only arc win. You know, I want wins and possibly a championship. And I'll think we have that standard before we move up. And I feel like a lot of drivers, you know, lack that standard. They don't, you know, uh, uphold that and they kind of move up without, you know, proving themselves or accomplishing anything. And um, so we, we also take a lot of pride in that. And, you know, I, uh, like I said, I just, I want to be a little bit more successful before I move up. All right. Ask him if he's going to be following, uh, just the Menard series or if he's going to be hitting some East and West shows. Well, he already hit the East, one of the East. Are you going to be uh, right. round NASA? If you're going to be hitting any more, uh, the East, the Arca Menards East and West series shows, or are you just sticking on the, the main series? Uh, mainly just keeping our first priority, the, the main series, it kind of logistically depends on where we're at. Like as far as being busy goes in our shop, um, it's really tough for us to, you know, I would love to, uh, I would love to do all those races, you know, um, I could see us doing the West race at Phoenix in November, uh, since that's kind of, you know, past our, uh, past the main series, uh, schedule. So, um, you know, there's one or two races in the East schedule that, that look in, and kind of enticing to run, but, um, our first priority is that, that main series. And, you know, I think that's, that's the one that definitely means more. No, I saw that you used to race a, uh, dirt late model Ron here in the middle. He's a dirt late model racer. Um, do you have a preference, uh, the dirt or the pavement? Or I don't know you're on the pavement now, and you probably, uh, you know, you're going for that championship, so you kind of like that. But, I mean, do you have uh, an affinity for the dirt, like uh, Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, all these guys that have gone up to the top and have gone back to the dirt? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I actually run about one race a year, just one race a year right now to go play around in my dirt late model. We've still got one in our shop here at home. Um, I think my driving style suits asphalt a lot better than it does dirt, but I like the environment a lot more in dirt, dirt racing, you know, it's just a lot more laid back and, you know, a lot more grassroots, I think, than, um, you know, what typically in the asphalt world, I feel like a lot of people treat that like a business and don't, you know, treat it like, um, a sport and having fun and, um, as much these days as they used to. But, um, like I said, I think the, the dirt stuff, I do miss it in that way, the environment of it and, um, kind of what that, you know, you, you know, how that, how that weekend goes, but, um, the asphalt stuff, I, I think I definitely, my, my driving style de definitely acclimates to that a lot more. Okay. Well, we have, uh, this weekend Toledo Speedway, you got, uh, Friday and Saturday nights, no fans, unfortunately, no spectators, uh, anything special to do doing to prepare for this weekend? Uh, really just studying our notes from, from the last race and uh, watching video is the main thing. Um, 
you know, uh, Toledo is a pretty line sensitive racetrack and, you know, it, uh, it definitely takes you a few laps to get kind of acclimated back to the track. And, um, you know, just, uh, I think the biggest thing, and that, and I think that's why we did so well at Kansas was coming prepared, um, knowing what the uh, environment, the weather was going to be like from what it typically is when we race there, um, and, and reviewing our, our notes from the year prior and making changes to help better our car. And, um, I think that's, that's why we dominated that race really is, um, I think we just came a lot more prepared than those other teams and our balance was a lot closer. All right. Are there other drivers you're, you're kind of keeping an eye on for this weekend? I know Ty Gibbs has been winning quite a, quite a bit. Uh, anybody else uh, that you're worried about or many, maybe somebody you're looking at that maybe oh, I got to stay away from that person. Uh oh, thank you. No, like the Toledo East team, they, they finished right in front of me. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that, those are the guys that be having my eye on. They're the, they're the ones to outrun. Okay. I think we missed most of your answer there. We kind of lost you for a second. What, what was it again? Oh, sorry about that. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, I think the 18 and the 21, those are the main guys we're kind of looking at. I mean, they, uh, they outran us at Iowa and uh, the same at the uh, Toledo East race. So, you know, I, I think we're all pretty close to each other as far as their setup setups go and time goes. But, you know, those are the guys that, that are tough to beat at those, those shorter tracks, and those will be the ones I'd have my eye on. All right. Sounds good. Well, we have a thing here at uh, the Hammerdown Racing Report. Uh, a lot of times, I'd say maybe 85%, 90% of the time, our guests we have on the show will go on and win uh, their next race. So uh, make us proud tomorrow night, all right? And all Saturday, right, yeah. for that matter. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll yeah, you can, it, we, it could be a twofer, Scott. <laughs> Ron says it could be a twofer. Uh, we'll see you out there, man. Good luck this weekend. All right, thank you. I appreciate appreciate you having me on. All right, see ya. Brett Holmes there, fresh off his win at Kansas Speedway there, getting his uh, first ARCA win, as a matter of fact, and now going for uh, maybe three after this weekend. We can only hope. We can only hope, yes. Now we have uh, Corey McCoy standing by in your front yard, I believe, right? Is that where he's uh, Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get he's to right him. Out, right outside my window. Oh, he wrote something on his uh, mask there. Oh, he's making a political statement on his mask. Uh-huh. Which is just fine. I have him muted, so I can't hear if he's saying anything, but uh, yeah, I, 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 we can see it. Well, I can see it. You're not on yet, though. Uh, before we get to that, or we get to uh, Corey and our virtual truck inspection, I want to go through our, our sponsors again real quick because I kind of blew through them. And uh, we also have some uh, breaking news, as a matter of fact. How about we do the breaking news first? Because this happened yeah. just before yeah, we came we, on. Yeah, we could probably repeat that towards the end of the show. The breaking news? Yeah. There it is. Breaking news. Press release from... Uh, Actually, there's a post at, up at, there. Attica Raceway Park. Yeah, no spectators tomorrow at Attica Raceway Park. We'll have more details on that coming up a little bit later. They are still racing. The program uh, that they had originally scheduled the Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 sprints and uh, 305s and the late models still happening, but only pit passes. Scott, according to Dwayne Hancock, and I don't know if you've been watching, I have um, not. They have lowered the pit pit pass fee to twenty five dollars to make it uh, a little more affordable, and uh, 
there are no limits on uh, pit pass sales. All right, then. That, that from Dwayne Hancock. Um, and he would know. Uh, I believe he would. <laughs> uh, again, thanks to Rambler Race Cars. Give him a call, 734-856-7223. Race Cars, parts, safety equipment, everything you need. Big D's Pizza and Clyde. Mention the Hammer Down Race Report. Save 10% off any order. Thanks to Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race every Saturday. And I did check in with Chrissy, speaking of uh, Oakshade, to see if they had any updates from the health department. And as of uh, a couple hours ago, they had not. So no change in the program at Oakshade for Saturday as of right now. Uh, things are changing by the hour, though. So just kind of keep an eye on their social media or uh, websites. Yes. Uh, I, I know Dwayne Hancock's watching. Dwayne, do you know if uh, the news from Attica was because of the uh, Governor DeWine uh, announcement, or was that uh, per the uh, health department? And if you just fill or us both. in. And, yeah, well, all of the above. Uh, give Kester Mowing a call for all your lawn and landscaping needs, mowing, seeding, fertilizing, insect, weed control, and more. 419-466-3801. Tell them Hammer Down Racing Report sent you. Mentioned uh, Millstream Speedway that I was out there on Sunday to do a, a little practice out there. And uh, I told Scott I'd, I'd play some, some video from that. I was going slow at first, so we'll go to the fast part. So you can kind of see what the track looks like. It's very exciting. Oh, yeah. It's was, it was a little dusty, but... Yeah, it just sits... Oh. What's that, Ron? Uh, it was just sitting there spinning. I was hoping that that wasn't you that was spinning. Oh, no, no, no. And now I can't make it go faster. Anyways, uh, track is uh, pretty smooth, as a matter of fact. Let me take this off here. Let's do that. Track's pretty smooth, a little dusty. They're working on a uh, water truck, a uh, little bit of weeds on the track, but uh, they were waiting until I was you done. Took, you took care of the weeds, right? I, I took care of some of the weeds, right there in the middle. Well, there wasn't too many right there in the middle. They've had some test and tunes going on. But, uh, I mean, as you can see, it still looks like Millstream. No walls are falling down, it's still, uh, I guess they got a little bit of track surface uh, work to do. But other than that, they're just kind of waiting on all of the uh, restrictions and, and you know, all this COVID stuff to go away, really, so that they can open up there. And they were waiting until I was done kicking up all the dust to do some painting uh, on the pit tower. So they are actively working out there. So make sure to follow Millstream Speedway on Twitter, Facebook, millstreamspeedway.net, their website. Um, also, freeze frame photos. We mentioned them earlier tonight for all your racetrack photo needs. I actually have some right here that I purchased. Uh, and they come in this nice little plastic baggie. You can get it out the track when, when they're out there. Uh, you can also give them a call, 419-476-9978. They do photo shoots and, uh, you know, whatever. They'll do whatever that you want, really. And also, Continental Service Auto Repair in Adrian, Michigan, 517-263-8573. Support our sponsors. Really good people. Because they support us. And we like that. Should no, we bring I've known them a long time? They're truly good people. Really. So, should we bring in uh, Corey and this? Uh, th this could be a total train wreck. I'm not really sure how this is going to work out. We had some issues getting connected before we came on. Um, but uh, it'll be fun. And again, 
if uh, you're listening to us on iHeartRadio, not our live broadcast, you might want to go check out the video of this because there's going to be quite a, a video component. Um, and you can see the political statement that uh, Corey McCoy is making as well with his face mask. I, I see that the grandstands just cleared out. So I've got to believe that Corey's ready for us. Grandstands. What, you can see him out your window? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. I mean, it's right outside the window. <laughs> All right, what we're doing is a virtual car inspection, truck inspection, I guess. Uh, and before we get to that, I kind of want to talk to uh, Corey a bit. So let's bring him in here because he's have, been having quite a year, as a matter of fact, out there at uh, Fremont Speedway. Uh, picked up. Wait, I got to unmute him now. Now we can hear him. Can you hear us, Corey? Hello. All right. Hey. So congratulations, first off, uh, picking up your very first win, which I found hard to believe. I was like. Really? He hasn't won? And then to top that off, you've gotten two wins now. So uh, congratulations on that. And a very good and a good, very good second place. Yeah, that was our first win at Fremont. We had won back in 16 over at uh, Attica. Okay. But that first was just, we've got a bunch of them on asphalt and other things. So. Yeah, and I know how you feel about the, uh, the asphalt stuff. You're very, uh, you're very subdued about that. I, I enjoy asphalt. I really do dislike the sanctioning bodies around my hometown. It's Got it. Of, it's not a whole lot to do with the surface, more along the lines of the uh, individuals in charge. Fair enough. Okay. So what's what's different about this year, uh, you know, getting your first win, couple wins at uh, Fremont Speedway? Honestly, the biggest thing is the, the stress not being there as much. Because um, we, you know, if you're an owner-operator situation, you, you consider a lot of things, just like rolling off the truck or off the trailer. You know, every single thing on that thing costs you money. So uh, to, to have that stress not on you anymore, it allows you to be a little more free with what you do on the track. So I, I think that that's the biggest part. Uh, Mark's, I, I can't say enough about Mark. Uh, he's very uh he's just good at what he does so he's obviously better at setting these things up than me <laughs> so we'll just uh we're just hey Corey yeah your fan club says lose the mask they can't hear you everybody should lose the mask um, <laughs> but yeah uh Mark's Mark's very good at what he does so uh it's like Everything that I'm a little bit weak at or a lot weak at and vice versa with Mark um, seems to just kind of uh, gel together. So all of my strengths are his weaknesses and it seems like all of his weaknesses are my strengths. So, um, yeah, we've only raced this thing five times on dirt and been really competitive. So uh, we're really looking forward to things to come. So how did how did you and uh, Mark get together then on this deal? So I seen this truck being built in Ron's shop uh, a few years back, you know, piece by piece over the course of a year, year and a half, two years, something like that. And we've had conversations over the years uh, in regards to certain things. And um, excuse me, back in late eighteen, uh, a, a very good friend of mine um, was terminally ill. And he really enjoys going out to the uh, hangover race. And we were fast all day. We we're the fastest on the track. And 
we go pushing off to the feature and I make two laps and the ignition quits. And uh, uh, we, we try like hell to get back out there and it just doesn't work out. And um, I see Ron go down there and talk to Mark. And the next thing I know, Mark's coming down saying, hey, if you want to drive my late model in the feature tonight, um, you're more than welcome to. And uh, I, it, it struck me as odd at first, but <laughs> it, it, just, it, shows, it showed me then the kind of people that, um, that are around me. Like, they, they understood the situation. You know, I got a near and dear friend that's in a wheelchair that's probably not going to see the next hangover race, the race that he enjoys. And he's only there to, to watch us go in circles. And um, he, allowed, he allowed that to happen. And uh, over the course of that race, we finished third. Uh, I didn't put a scratch on the on the uh, late model at that time, although I couldn't reach any of the pedals because uh, Mark's six foot fourteen and I'm five foot eight. So uh, I was actually throttling that car off of the pullback bar on the top of the throttle pedal. Just to... <laughs> uh, fortunately, I could reach the brake. So. Um, yeah, so it started there, and then uh, last year, uh, Mark asked if I wanted to race the the dirt truck at the uh, hangover race. Absolutely. So we went out there and uh, finished second to Dittman. Uh, didn't put a scratch on it. Had a good night. Uh, wish I would have known that the tire wear would have been a little better, you know, as it was, because I would have pushed it a lot harder. Um, and... Uh, during, during the, the Rona stuff, uh, I got a phone call one day, and Mark said, hey, uh, you want to wanna drive my truck? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, you got really good equipment, and you're not afraid to, you know, uh, go fast. So uh, that that just that started there. So, I mean, we still have a 36M. It's sitting, it's sitting on jack stands right now. We're uh, currently making it a i wouldn't say twinkie but a very close sister to the 911 because uh-huh. <laughs> this thing's a bad machine so i don't want to make another bad machine let's uh let's go back to fremont um y- your second feature win uh i understand that there were some tech officials around and kind of went over the truck and and that's pretty much what led us to where we're at today um, everybody was absolutely certain that there were things that were not right with the truck. And uh, we, we suggested to you that we, we try this pilot project, uh, do a virtual tech inspection and, and, sh- and show people uh, what you've got and that it is absolutely legal and that it's a combination of a pretty darn good truck and a very good driver. Uh, I appreciate your kind comments, but the, the truck is way better than the driver, I assure you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a it was a little weird in tech because uh, they had never done tech like that there before, uh, at least since I've been there. Um, and there was some people putting noses and stuff in where they shouldn't have been. So you know, it, it just it turned into a a, a proverbial uh, show of sorts. Um, so we. Uh, we got through tech that night. Everything was good. There was nothing illegal on my truck, Sean's truck. Uh, the AKB was a little questionable because he went to his trailer first for about 10 minutes before he showed up to tech, but somehow that made it 
through afterwards. Um, but, you know, it, it just... They, I've learned over the years that if you're doing good, you got to be cheating. Because if you're out there beating people that are cheating, then therefore you are cheating. So it, it just... You know, it, it's it's what it is. You know, you can't make everybody happy. And, you know... So what was... What was it that the, that they were looking at on uh, on your truck? And maybe uh, you can show us. All right, uh, let's let's move it around uh, here. So you got a wheel right there. Um, I've seen those before. <laughs> yeah, there's a few of them. There's at least four on this truck. Uh, they they were measuring wheel widths to make sure that that wheel width was actually an eight inch wheel. Um, they had a like a tool that they used that went around it. They also measured track width and that would be between this is back the, out, the, the outside left of rear the tire and the right rear tire to make sure that it was at 74 inch we were at 73 and three quarter um they also wanted to check and make sure that we weren't on bird cages on both sides so we got bird cage over there and we're locked down over there um they also checked the the front width that has the same way to be 74 inch. Made sure that it was a two barrel carburetor and that it was an iron head, iron block engine. You know, those are, ooh, those are like the typical things of most dirt trucks, I guess. Okay. What else we want to look at, Ron? You're the, you're the tech inspector. Uh, what, what do we need to look at? Corey, um, is, is that a shock absorber with that coilover, or is, is that a, uh, what is that so on, on the lift bar? That in there is what is called a coilover eliminator. Basically, it's a, it's a dead shock that you can put a coil spring on. And then in front of that is the actual shock that... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I think we lost him. What do you do, Corey? Hopefully do I have to open the window and yell at him? Maybe. Hopefully his uh, phone didn't die there. That was pretty interesting, though, looking at his truck. You going to go yell at him? I am. All I got to do is open the window. Okay. Is he still think he's on? <laughs> Welcome to live programming. And this is why uh, I said this could be a train wreck because apparently this is what's going on. He's uh, he's on his way into the studio and uh, okay, we'll be we'll be sharing this camera. Oh, his phone die? Well, I don't know. We're about to find out. Okay. Well, make sure you social distance and you have him wear his mask or not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the alarm. Let's switch to this view. All right, guys. All right, so what happened out there with the technology, Corey? Uh, I have fat fingers. I see. <laughs> so you just need to log back in. I don't know. I tried logging in. It didn't. Okay. You got to love this technology. Well, that was kind of cool uh, getting to, to look at, at the truck. Was there anything else that... Uh, uh, you know, that, that people were calling into question? Uh, there was 
I, I might have used the bumper a little bit. Uh, I didn't mean to intend on what happened, but... Uh, that's, that's not really an inspection uh, thing, though. Oh, you meant in regards to inspection. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it was it was all good. I mean, it's the typical dirt truck stuff. Uh, iron head, iron block, Burt trance, nine-inch lift bar. Typical, typical. You know, they were a little... Excuse me. They were just checking over stuff and making sure everything was as it's supposed to be. It's it's got steel front and rear bumpers, um, which may be an advantage sometimes. A steel body. You know, they, they went around with a magnet, checked every panel, make sure it wasn't a fiberglass body. And you know, car car owner Mark Kackenmeister likes things that look pretty. So when the truck was built, we paid a lot of attention to uh, making it nice, but we made it like a late model where the body panels bolt on and bolt off. So that, that was something really different for the dirt trucks. And uh, they took a close look at it. Because Mark likes the truck so pretty, uh, everybody was absolutely convinced that it was a fiberglass body and, and not legal. And that led uh, early on in the season to the tech inspectors taking a magnet to the truck. So I've, has, have they found anything else with uh, any of the other trucks? Uh, any any issues with any other trucks at Fremont not legal? Not not this season, no. Not, not this season. No, about, no. Um, I mean, they found me with a four barrel a couple of seasons ago, but uh, they found a guy with a Caltrack system on the rear end, and uh, yeah, they find you know obvious things. So you know, just obviously, you don't need to. You just need to put all the pieces. In the right spots and the right pieces and you can make something go really fast and so that's what you uh, you and mark have together you got all the pieces in the right spots and you, the right driver in the seat uh i'm just the lucky guy that gets to hold the steering wheel man that thing it it it's it's so different than my truck which was twitchy and you know you can you roll a throttle and sometimes it, it just doesn't grab like it did the lap before or you know, you try to climb on a high side and it just, it doesn't respond well. It doesn't grab, it doesn't roll, the weight doesn't move. This truck is just, I don't know what, why or when, but uh, we'll, we'll get there at 36M eventually. Now, have, have you driven for anyone else before or have you always driven for yourself? Uh, I drove for a season back at that place behind Meyer. Um, on the little track uh, for Derek Halka in the zero uh, nine, and then uh, later on in the season, the uh, the the seat in the zero late model sportsman car opened up, and uh, we we were doing really well. Um, but as the political process goes with Toledo Speedway or Place Behind Meyer, they um, they, they did some things that uh, most would not agree with, and uh, we just had a really bad time over there. So that, that uh, especially the last race, wasn't, I don't think that things were handled correctly by all parties, including myself. So uh, I give them the one finger wave whenever I drive by. Okay. Well, I like I like how that question went for driving for other people to the one finger wave. That was, it was no, a nice a it was a nice way to get there. I like oh, yeah. no, it was it was the right answer. I mean, he answered he the question. He drove a thirty five car at Sandusky I one did. year too. Oh, did I you? Drove, I drove for him and I exploded his motor. 
So that really, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you didn't let them drive any more around? Uh, there's not enough motors laying around here, apparently. <laughs> so has there been any talk uh, with between you and Mark for driving driving the 911 next year, or you haven't looked that far ahead yet? We're just gonna focus on next week, next and week. we'll we'll go from there. You know, about uh, we, yeah, we were really sad about Attica. Like, I'm decent. I, I feel like I'm better at Attica, even though I love Fremont more. I feel like I'm better there. So uh, to have the the power and uh, handling underneath me there, I think that that would have been uh, uh, exciting. So with the news of Attica scaling back a bit, um, I'm hoping that we can get to middle August before uh, all this comes to an end because our we, had, we got rained out on the one show that we were scheduled there so i'm really hoping that we can at least give it a good attempt how many more uh, truck uh, events do they have scheduled out at attica this year assuming we've run the full schedule i believe there's two okay i, I could be wrong so you got two more shots then now who's your uh, who's your biggest competition sean valente <laughs> That's with a V, right? Yeah, a big old V for victory. Uh, he wins a lot. Guy, yeah. And a lot yeah. of different things, too. We've had him on the show before. Yeah, that guy's, that guy's, you, you better be perfect because he's going to be perfect every week. I mean, you know, even whenever he steps off the cushion a little bit, like he, he finds it somehow. It's just like that guy makes me better, you know. No, no two weeks ago, um you won last week you ran second to him um i understand that after the race you guys had a a, a pretty cordial pretty cordial talk uh, last week yeah 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 sean man that that guy as good as he is behind the wheel he's he's just as classy in person like um even even with the the stuff that happened over the the week before like he was super complimentary over the, the loudspeaker and just, you know, I, he come rolling through after winning and I, I, I was standing out in the, the main drag there and he stopped, shut off the motor. We had a few minute conversation about things and, you know, he, he knows we're coming. He knows that we're there, you know, but he's still going to be Sean Vlenning. So it's, you know, it, it's exciting because I haven't felt like this in a long time behind the wheel of anything. So I'm I'm really uh excited to to go back. I just want to just keep racing. Have you ever given uh, Sean a one finger wave? I don't think so. Maybe. But I actually you know what? I've probably given everybody the one finger okay. wave. Anybody that, everybody that knows me, like like I wasn't even sure how this interview was gonna go because I didn't even know what I was gonna say. So uh, <laughs> That makes yeah. two of us. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of funny like that. So yeah, I'm sure I have, but you know, I don't mean anything by it. You just kind of next week's next week, and that's just what it is. But no, he's he's never done me like super dirty or anything. But you don't race around people for eight years and not not bang a fender every now and again. So you know, it just doesn't work that way. So you got anything yeah. for him on Saturday? I got everything for him. Okay. Uh, Lots, lots of right foot and stay off that left foot. And, uh, you know, it's it's nice because we've, we've won on a, uh, a medium heavy track and then we won on a slick track as well. So 
uh, that was slicks always been like my nemesis. I could never grab it. And it's, it's just nice to be like, to know that maybe it wasn't me. Maybe I should never be a crew chief again. <laughs> so yeah, they, they fired me from that like week two. Uh, just shut up and drive. That's that's all I hear. Just shut up. You're not allowed to do anything. Just shut up and drive. You're just the driver. We're gonna handle the rest. So I got really good guys around me that support and uh, are apparently a lot smarter than me, uh, even though I hate to admit it. Um, that that everybody's got their job, man, and that I, I feel like I got the best people in the business back there that that work for beer. I'm pretty sure everybody's smarter than me. Just saying. I bet you could have figured out my phone. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm still working on this whole thing. So, well, anyways, uh, keep uh, keep our streak going. You know, we told Brett this earlier that he's got to pick up a couple wins this weekend and at, at the track that you're so fond of. That's behind Meyer, and uh, so you got to do it at, at Fremont on Saturday. Yeah, uh, I, I really. Hope we're gonna at least give him a good shot, you know. Um, we. Uh, you mean you don't go out there and try to lose? No, okay. no, no. Well, I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've lost a lot, but uh, uh, not on purpose, though. No, 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 no. I mean, there was a one time over at that that other place where you're running figure eight boat races and stuff. You really try to lose. You try to put on the best show you can. Like that's that's a lot of fun. So. Uh, do those actually pay anything to win? Uh, they pay a lot more than the regular racing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But you, we made it out of there with about five fifty one night. Whenever they were paying like wow. one seventy five wow. or something to win the the A main for their street stock division or whatever it was at the time, and you, know, you go out there and you smash uh, trash cans and boats and figure eights and just. Apply whatever whatever the stuff they were doing that day, you know, just getting every event and go out there and try to earn trophies, I guess. All right. Well, good luck this weekend, Ron. How about we uh, start talking about some stuff that happened this past weekend and get to some racing news here? Sounds good, man. So Sandusky Speedway had a big weekend last week. Do you have any problems with Sandusky Speedway, Corey? Do you like Sandusky? I like Sandusky. They've uh, they've always been they've treated me well. So okay. And, and you do uh, you do pretty well there on the hangover race days. Or yeah, even, yeah. how did you do uh, that night they what was it a couple years ago they had the trucks as part of that uh that uh, weekend with the cavalcade. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, that was actually a pretty cool deal. Um uh uh they they sent us out whenever it was raining and their <laughs> their big you know super they're not super mods but their big modifieds wouldn't go out there complaining about a little rain on the track. They uh, they said, "Hey, truck guys, you want to go?" And everybody just said, "F yeah!" And send us, boss. Send yeah, us. Go, send go. us. And we all went out there and went to twenty laps with no caution. And of course, I finished second. Was proud of the winner. <laughs> 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 well, that was before, that was before you had the nine eleven truck, though, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we were we were fast all day, and you know, uh, lap times were very comparable to each other, and just. That guy can just turn it up like at the right time every time. And it's just apparently he's found that out about you though. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, so that does go back. Yeah, I gave him the middle finger. It was just behind his back, and it was on his bumper a bunch of times, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the turning it up. It's that, so, yeah. All right. Well, cool. Thanks again, Corey. And, and thank, you, thank you for bringing your uh, truck and giving us uh, a little bit of a look underneath the things and, and seeing what's there. Yeah, sorry. The, I fat-fingered my phone. Uh, big Lots thanks to, to, to you guys and, uh, you know, Mark especially, and Ron Miller Race Cars, uh, DAS, uh, Casey Engineering, and DDH Farms. Like, you guys, you guys know what you do, but you don't know what it means to all of us. So you know, we appreciate all the exposure that we get and, everything that we're we're allowed to do so there you go so good job good. the wine lets us do it good job getting the sponsors in there very important yeah man gotta do that stuff absolutely thanks Corey. Yeah, i'll see you Corey mccoy there two-time winner at fremont speedway and uh, his truck's right out front uh, of ron's place so if you're driving by honk right here, we're, we're gonna all i see is white oh i can yeah. And your alarm's going off. Yeah. Yeah, they don't like people to leave. No, no. So a lot of racing this past weekend. I was started talking about Sandusky Speedway. They had the High Miler weekend that went Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And uh, quite a big uh, weekend out there. Thursday, I believe that was uh, Dollar Night, the customer fan appreciation night, something like that. Justin Stanley uh, won the Renegade feature that night. Johnny Newman was the Pure Stock winner and Jade McCall. Uh, won the beginner stock feature on Friday. David uh, Schulich Jr. won the IS the ISMA. I almost said ISMA. ISMA Super Modified Fast Forty over uh, Tom Jadzijek. Hope I pronounced that right. Chris will, Chris will uh, correct me if I'm wrong. And uh, Mike Ordway Jr. Matt Marlowe won the modified feature. And then on Saturday night, the final night of the uh, 43rd annual High Miler Nationals, Mike Ordway Jr. was the winner. He won over Jeff Abold and uh, Tim. Jack. We're going with that. That was a 100-lap feature on Saturday in the uh, Isma Super Modified feature. Jason Wells was the winner for the uh, Modifieds. Attica Raceway Park and uh, Buddy Kofoid back in action. And uh, picked up his, uh, I found this hard to believe, it was just his first uh, 410 sprint win at Attica Raceway Park Friday night. Let all 30 laps. I was surprised. First win this year or first win ever? I, I don't know. if I think it was first win, at first career win at Attica. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Buddy Kofoy getting it done there. Been running midgets, jumped in the 410. Uh, picked up that Attica Fremont Championship Series uh, feature win. On Friday, Devin Shields led all 25 laps to win the Attica Oakshade Late Model Challenge Series feature event and took the point lead, I believe, uh, for that series on Friday night. Kyle uh, Capodice beat Paul Weaver to win the 305 feature. Paul Weaver's been uh, on fire recently. He's been hot. Jeez. Yeah. So to beat him, that's that's saying something. Chris Keller came out on top at Oakshade Raceway on Saturday night to win the final Attica Oakshade Elite Model Challenge Series event. Uh, they did have one rainout at Attica. That's not going to be made up. So Saturday night was the final Attica Oche Late Model Challenge Series event. Um, Devin Shields finished second, and that was good enough for him to win the series championship. I believe that's at least the second one of the uh, Oche Attica Late Model Challenge Series that he's won. Brandon Gregory continues dominance in the sportsman class at Oche. He picked up his fourth consecutive feature win. 
Adam Noonan scored his uh, first Bomber A main win of the year. Aaron Van Pelt won the compact feature. Um, Roscoe Stetton was at the right place at the right time. The Bomber B main. Did you see the Bomber B main finish, Brian? I did. That no. was a pretty entertaining race. It was. That was. I mean, that's everybody leaves after the, you know, maybe the late models, maybe the sportsmen. A lot of people leave, not everybody. But uh, the most exciting finish of the night, the last race of the night, the Bomber B main. Uh, Chris Blykamp was leading. Derek Roseman right there in second. Roscoe Stetton right there in third. Roseman and Blykamp had some contact in the final corner. Checkered flag in sight. Stetton dives down to the inside. His first night out, actually, uh, racing this season. And picks up the checkered flag. So congratulations to Roscoe Stetton. I think the last time he was out, he was pointed nose up and uh, off a of turn three. Yeah, he, he, was, he was up with the trees. Yeah. So... Cool move there. Uh, Fremont Speedway on Saturday night. Buddy Kofoid picked up another win, made it a clean sweep on the uh, Attica Fremont Championship Series action. And Christopher Bell was uh, closing but ended up finishing second at uh, Fremont on Saturday. That had to be a shock for him. For Christopher Bell or for yeah. Buddy? Okay. For Christopher Bell. In uh, 305 action, Alvin Repke took advantage of Paul Weaver's bad luck. Weaver jumped the cushion to avoid a spinning lapper. And ended up coming to a stop. Repke inherited the lead, went on to win. And uh, Sean Valeni uh, beat Corey in the dirt truck feature there. Uh, World of Outlaws uh, were in action. Sheldon Howdenshield got his uh, first checkered flag of the season at Lincoln Speedway's Gettysburg, Cla Gettysburg Clash last Thursday. We could go tonight. Shane Stewart led all 25 laps to win Friday at Williams Grove. Saturday, David Gravel came out on top at Williams Grove to win uh, $20,000 there. Sounds like Gravel's looking for a NASCAR ride, too, from what I, I've been seeing. So He, he could be exciting in the trucks. Yeah. Uh, next up for the World of Outlaws uh, was originally going to be tomorrow night at Attica Raceway. There's been a lot of changes for tomorrow night's show at Attica. Again, we'll get to uh, that the details of uh, the changes for tomorrow night's show at Attica. No World of Outlaws at Attica tomorrow. That was announced earlier. The World of Outlaws, though, will be at Wayne County Speedway on Saturday and then at Plymouth Speedway in Indiana on Sunday. Uh, the World of Outlaw Morton Buildings Late Model Series. Uh, Brandon Shepard earned his 11th win of the season Tuesday at Davenport in Iowa. Next up for the Late Models is the Hoosier Dirt Shootout at Kokomo Speedway in Indiana on Friday and Saturday. It's tomorrow, tomorrow and Saturday. That's uh, 31st and 1st. Jimmy Owens won the Optima Batteries Dirt Track Bank Go 50 at I-80 Speedway in Lucas Oil Late Model Series action last Thursday. Brandon Shepard won Saturday's Imperial Tie Silver Dollar Nationals main event at I-80, earning the $53,000 prize to go along with. That's that's a that's Ooh. that's a, that's a lot of money. Next up for that's the a good, that's a good night's work. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that, that's a good year's work for me. Uh, next up is uh, Florence Speedway for the North North South 100 weekend. That's actually uh, coming up August 12th through the 15th. So you got a little bit of time before the next Lucas Oil model, Lucas Oil Late Model Series event. Arkham Menard Series. We uh, talked to Brett Holmes earlier tonight. He finally got to Victory Lane on Friday night at Kansas Speedway. It was his first Arkham Menard Series victory, uh, as we mentioned coming up this weekend. The Menards 200 Friday night. I'm sorry, it's the Menards.com 200 tomorrow night, Friday night at Toledo Speedway, and then just Menards 200 Saturday at Toledo Speedway. It's the Twin 200s. I'm probably going to go there to uh, 
uh, the Friday night show. Talk to Charlie yeah. about that. Yeah, I don't know. You want to come? You busy I'm tomorrow? Right. All right. Well, I'll talk to Charlie tomorrow. Maybe we'll cover the Friday night action. We'll see, we'll see what the shop does. We'll see what the shop does tomorrow afternoon. All right. Sounds good. Again, no spectators there. We're not spectators. We are essential personnel. If Media. We yeah, that too. Denny Hamlin took four tires in a late caution, which helped him win Thursday night, a week ago, at Kansas in the Superstar Batteries 400. Brandon Jones made a last lap uh, pass in overtime to win Saturday's Xfinity race. Austin Hill won Friday's truck race at Kansas. Matt Crafton snapped a 67-race winless streak by winning Saturday afternoon at Kansas. The trucks had a doubleheader there. Um, Yay. I, di I didn't realize it had been 67 wins. There are 67 uh, races since his last win. That's a long winless streak. Uh, next up for NASCAR, the Cup Series will be at New Hampshire Motor Speedway for the Foxwood Resort Casino 301 on Sunday, 3 o'clock on NBCSN and Buckeye Country 1037 WCKY. The Xfinity Series is off until Road America on Saturday, August 8th, and the trucks are off until Michigan International Speedway on Friday, August 7th. Summer Nationals update for the uh, UMP Dirt Car Summer National Late Model Series. Winners of this past week, Frank Heckenass Jr. Thursday at Springfield Raceway. Brian Shirley won at Lake Ozark Speedway on Friday. This is last week. Shirley again Saturday at Clarksville Speedway. Sunday was Dennis Herb Jr. at Clarksville. Brian Shirley again won at LaSalle. That was last night, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah, because I was watching that before things kind of froze up. I put Thursday, but no, that was last night. Uh, next up for those guys was actually supposed to be Peoria tonight, but uh, and that was the makeup of the makeup of the makeup because they got part of a show in. They're still trying to finish that, but that has been postponed again due to rain. rain. So they're going to try and make that up again. No uh, date has been announced as far as the makeup on that yet. So they're, they're getting there. I guess they got a, a break, uh, though. The next race uh, isn't until August 10th. So unless they schedule something before then, the UMP Summer Nationals taking a break till August 10th. Uh, this weekend's Arkham Menard Series Sioux Chief Showdown doubleheader at Toledo Speedway will be broadcast nationally live on MAV-TV. And actually, they're going to be broadcast locally on Buckeye Cable System. I guess they're called the Buckeye... What are they now? I don't. They're Buckeye something. It's, it's not, not Buckeye BCSN cable. anymore. It is BCSN, but I mean their their cable thing. Their yeah. Buckeye Telesystem. I don't know. They keep changing the name. But anyway, it's going to be on BCSN, the uh, Buckeye Sports Channel. There is going to have that on nationally. So if you don't have Mav TV, but you do have Buckeye and you get BCSN, you can uh, watch live the Toledo Speedway ARCA races. Uh, Maurice Petty passed away this past weekend. NASCAR chairman and CEO Jim France described him as, quote, was uh, one of the most talented mechanics in NASCAR history. More talented than you, Ron? Level the playing field. We'll see. <laughs> uh, Bob Bear, I think that's, is it Bar or Bear? Bear. Uh, founder of New Hampshire Motor Speedway and former owner of Oxford Plain Speedway has uh, passed away at the age of 93. Bear broke uh, to motorsports by owning a midget racing team in the 50s and 60s. In 64, he became a track owner, acquiring Oxford Plains Speedway in Oxford, Maine. 
After selling Oxford in uh, 87, Bear turned his attention building a new racing facility in New Hampshire. He would go on to acquire Briar Motorsports Park and redevelop the property into what would eventually become known as New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Uh, Bear remained the owner of the 1.058 mile paved oval through 2007 before selling the track to Speedway Motorsports. And as we mentioned, that's where the Cup Series racing on Sunday. Tim Hitt, the first rocket chassis house car driver, died unexpectedly Friday afternoon at the age of 55 after suffering a heart attack while golfing with friends. Hitt drove the rocket chassis house car from 91 to 99. You familiar with Tim? I am. Good racer. Ray Everham gave some more insight into the upcoming SRX series, that uh, superstar racing experience, the kind of the new IROC, I guess you could say. They're shooting for about 12 drivers or cars for every race. They're going to do half mile paved or uh, half mile paved or dirt tracks, maybe a road course to keep uh, the arrow out of it. They don't, they don't want the whole big arrow. They're not going to see Talladega or Daytona. Uh, drivers will draw for their car slash crew chief. The crew chief is going to be attached to the car, and then the drivers are going to draw for the car they get for that race. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like waiting in line at the go-kart track and going like, oh, man, I really want that red car. I want that red car. I hope nobody gets it. And you got the green one. Yes, and that's a slow one. So it's kind of going to be like that, which which will be kind of cool. Um, and then once they get paired up, they'll have 20 minutes of practice with their crew chief. So they get to know them real quick, I guess. I wonder how that worked out, though, if you get paired up like the second, maybe you draw – the same car for consecutive weeks, then maybe you have an advantage over everyone else because you've worked with that. I don't know. I wonder what the uh, what the chances are that we'll see them at like Eldora. I'm thinking pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Paul Tracy was announced as the uh, latest driver to join that series with Tony Kanaan and Tony Stewart. So there's three of your 12 drivers so far. So Tony's going to be driving in his own series. Hello, All-Star Circuit of Champions. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Not a big deal. Uh, must see racing sprint car series officials have canceled the uh, uh, the planned Indiana shootout scheduled for August 20th and 21st at the Indianapolis Speedrome. The decision comes uh, in wake of COVID-19 restrictions announced by Indianapolis by the Indianapolis mayor uh, last Thursday, including the restriction of all sporting events in the area to 25% capacity. Must see racing plans to open its 2020 season Friday and Saturday, August 7th and 8th, with a two-day program at Golden Sand Speedway in Wisconsin. I didn't realize they hadn't started their season. Uh, no, that yet. race, that race at the Speedrome, that was uh, isn't that the one they were billing as late, late winged late models versus uh, winged sprints? I don't know. I hadn't heard that. I, I, I think it is. What exactly is a winged late model? Is that like a sideboard uh, I wing? Think they were, I, I think, yeah, I think they were going to qualify one against the other and maybe do some sort of a shootout. Not exactly certain what the format was. Um, I looked at the, the payoff for the, for the program, and I couldn't buy my fuel to Indy and back for what they were paying to win. So I opted out of that one. Okay, then. Well, coming up, we have uh, Ryan Weekman and his uh, weekend weather pit stop. And you, you want to hear, he's got some good information for this weekend. Uh, also, uh, how many coming up a little bit later? Chance to win a Big D's pizza. Actually, it's very shortly, not very much longer from now. 
So stick around for that. Upcoming uh, NASCAR weekend at Dover International Speedway on August 21st through the 23rd will take place without fans amid growing concerns regarding the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, the track is scheduled to host six races during that three-day period, none of which will be seen in person by spectators after state officials chose not to approve the track's request to host a limited number of fans. I saw, I don't remember what track it was, but I saw something today. And I probably should have looked a little closer, but these people rented uh, uh, cherry pickers. Uh huh. And there was like 18 of them outside of a racetrack where they, you know, weren't allowed to have fans. And they're all up in these cherry pickers. They're separated. So there's distance. And they're watching the race from the cherry pickers from outside the, the track. I thought that was kind of kind of like the treehouse at Bottler and the people on the hill. Sure. sure. Yes. We'll go with that. Uh, three You've more. You've been there, haven't you? I've been to Butler. I don't know about the treehouse, though. Yeah, there's a treehouse off of Turn 2, uh, off of the racetrack property, but uh, okay. it's still there. And then the hill across the street, people wind that. Well, they didn't the one last time I was there, but that was a few years ago, too. At least I didn't notice. Yeah, you didn't notice. Three more doubleheaders have been announced for the NTT IndyCar Series, as expected. September races at Portland International Raceway and WeatherTech Raceway. Uh, Laguna Seca have been canceled to make up for the loss of those races. Laguna Seca was set to be a doubleheader. IndyCar has made the rounds at the Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course, Worldwide Technolo Technology Raceway at Gateway, and the Harvest Grand Prix. The Harvest Grand, Grand Prix. Prix. Yes. On the Indianapolis uh, Motor Speedway Road Course doubleheader events. So a lot of doubleheaders in IndyCar racing there. One of the most successful engineers in uh, NASCAR will join Ed Carpenter Racing at this year's 104th Indianapolis 500, scheduled on the 23rd. Cole Pern will work really? with uh, Connor Daly's number 47 U.S. Air Force Chevrolet at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Pern will return to racing for the month of August, serving as the lead engineer for Daly. Really? I kid you not. No that's, joke. That's pretty. That's pretty impressive. This is not fake news. Or it could be. I don't know. No. Well, before we get to uh, weekend racing events and our uh, weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman, how about we do our how many? Last week's okay. how many was... Who how won many? last week, Scott? Who do you think won last week? <laughs> that so last horrible. Last week's how many uh, was how many uh, super modifieds would be at Sandusky on Saturday, and I've heard two different things. But uh, according to the official results that I got from the ISMA uh, website, there were seventeen. I heard there was eighteen, but there were seventeen, so we're going with seventeen. Ron picked seventeen, so you were right. You were dead on. Congratulations. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Our online winner, and you'll you'll like this. Uh, our online winner was uh, Millstream Speedway Scott Warner. He picked seventeen. All right. And I believe he was there. I was talking to him on Sunday. He said uh, he was there, uh, hanging out uh, in the tower with those guys on uh, I think it was Saturday night, and was impressed with uh, how they were scoring. I guess they had two different scoring systems, for one for the super mods and one for the modifieds. So, so Scott Warner. Guest 17 online, and uh, he gets a Big D's pizza. This has to get with Dean Henry over there, Big D's. I really wish I had my leftovers. I didn't give them to you. Now I really want some pizza. Damn it. 
So this week's how many is uh, how many Arkham Menard series cars will be in competition tomorrow night, Friday night at Toledo Speedway. And I haven't been paying attention to how many has been uh, competing in the other races, so I haven't really looked. I didn't cheat. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. I know the numbers have been a little weak. And when they had the East Series race, I think it was like 14 or 15 cars. But that was just the East Series, not the Arkham Menard Series proper. I'm thinking that, Scott, I'm going with 22. 22? I think that's a pretty good guess. And just because I'm more optimistic, I'm going to go with 23. Yeah, okay. Is Kathy around for a guess this week? Um, I think she's turning off the alarm system. Okay. Uh, if you want to get in on the action and uh, a chance to win a large pizza from Big D's Pizza, put in your guess as the folks are now in our Facebook Live comments. If you're listening to us on iHeartRadio or somewhere else, Scott Warner guess is 17 again. <laughs> um, no, I lost my train of thought there. Oh, if you want to participate, to go ahead and put your guests in the comments. You can do so right up until 8 o'clock Friday night. So if you're listening to us Friday afternoon or whatever, go ahead and put your... Actually, no, we should probably cut it off a little before then because they might... We'll say 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock on Friday night is the cutoff. And if somebody guesses uh, the same number, whoever guessed it first gets credit for it. And only your first guess will count, so make it count. Let, let's make it 4 o'clock, Scott. 4 o'clock? People could sit there and count the haulers coming in. So, all right, we'll go with four o'clock. Making the rules up as we go. That's how we do it here at the Hammer Down Racing Report. That's it. Racing this weekend, we mentioned Toledo Speedway, Arkham Menard Series, Menards.com 200, presented by SPXE Racing at eight o'clock. That's when that race starts. You can catch it on MAV TV or BCSN locally. No spectators will be permitted at the track tomorrow night or Saturday night. Uh, also in action tomorrow night, and as we mentioned earlier tonight, with some uh, breaking news, got to do it again. Oh, it's at the end. No, it's muted. What's there? It is. With the breaking news just announced shortly before airtime tonight, that Attica has announced they will not have spectators in the grandstands. However, however. Yeah, yeah. Pit pass fees have been reduced, and uh, fans are allowed to sign into the pits. Yes, here we go. We're going to do this. So here's the uh, official announcement from. Whoops, sorry, Ron. I just got rid of you. We'll bring you bring you back in here. Nobody can hear you right now. <laughs> there you are. Can you blow that up a little bit? That's or? what I was trying to do. There we go. So in compliance with the Ohio with Ohio Governor Mike DeWine's mandate through the Seneca County Health Department of No Spectators, Attica Raceway Park will not be selling any general admission tickets until further notice starting Friday, July 31st. Uh, pit passes will be available at the main ticket office and at the pit entrance for $25 for ages 11 and up. Kids 10 and under are free. $25 entry fee per team will also be in effect starting tomorrow night. The entry fee will be deducted from payoff at the end of the night. So the uh, pit passes, uh, I believe uh, we there was talk earlier in, in the comment section there that uh, the, those pit prices have been dropped to $25. A little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, 
So if you want to go to the races, you got to get a pit pass is, is basically what we're saying. And I would recommend no matter what track you're going to, check before you leave. And wear a mask. Please. I know. It pains you to say that, doesn't it? Scott, it's, it allows us to do what we love. And, and you know how I feel about masks, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Exactly. So it's Napa Auto Parts night tomorrow night at uh, Attica Raceway Park, and they will have the Attica Fremont Championship Series once again for the 410s and the uh, sprints, the 410s and the sprints, the 410s and the 305 sprints. Late models also in action. Gates open at 5, racing at 745. Saturday night, another no spectator event. Toledo Speedway. Night number two of the uh, Twin 200s is the Arkham Menard Series. Menards 200 presented by Crosley Brands. Racing starts at 6 o'clock on Saturday. Again, on MAV-TV and BCSN. No spectators at Toledo Speedway. Spectators, as of right now, will be allowed at our two Saturday night tracks in action. Oakshade Raceway uh, with late model Sportsman Bombers, Compacts. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. General Mission is $14 there. Uh, again, they are operating per local health department with 50% uh, capacity. Uh, so they got plenty of room to social distance there at Oakshade. And then Fremont Speedway, it's Pub 400 Family Fun Night featuring the Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 Sprints and uh, 305 Sprints. I believe uh, 3500 was the latest I've seen uh, that the 410 Sprint feature was paying to win. It was 3000 when I put my prep together, but I thought I saw Dwayne post something uh, earlier today that that had gone up. And uh, originally, it's $1,000 to win for the 305s at Fremont, but that may have gone up too. I don't know. Uh, dirt trucks also in action. Go out and uh, cheer on Corey or Sean, whichever you prefer. Uh, Gates open a four racing at seven. General mission, 15 bucks. And Dusky Speedway is off this weekend after their uh, huge weekend last weekend. They'll be back on the following Saturday. One of our former guests, Jamie Miller, a uh, sprint car racer, has been driving a truck, and uh, he's been looking better every week, too, Scott. Has he now? How about we check yeah. out that forecast uh, for this weekend's racing? Yeah. Yeah. And when we did this, uh, there was only, well, Attica was still having fans, so I guess pay attention to the Saturday night part, because if you're watching on TV... Well, I guess it would affect you if you're watching on TV. If it stops in the middle, then you have to come up with something else to do. I'm going to shut up. Here's Ryan Weekman. Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Friday, Toledo Speedway in Attica. This is going to be a real gorgeous evening. I expect dry conditions, some sunshine early in the evening, and temperatures that will be in the 70s for the most part for race time. Saturday gets a little more interesting. Most of the day likely dry. We've got late day races at Toledo, Oakshade, and Fremont. Likely most of them stay dry, but we're watching a slow moving system that's going to come up the Ohio River Valley Saturday night into Sunday morning. Not out of the question. Some rain could fall, especially down towards Fremont late in the evening for Saturday. We'll be watching it. Of course, have that first alert weather app, and you'll get the latest updates at race time. For WTOL 11, I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. So there you go. I think we'll be good. We'll get the races in. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, our... Uh... 
field correspondent uh, Matt Swander here is saying uh, Butler's back open this weekend. They're, last weekend they took off. I know they've been fighting health department uh, issues up there. Uh, I don't know if they're racing. I think they're racing with fans. I believe they have limited fans. Okay. So, so there is um, some other tracks popping. There are a lot of tracks around Ohio. Sharon Speedway, uh, Midvale, I think it was. There's a bunch right. of them coming out this week, uh, and including, well, those tracks were saying they were basically shutting down until restrictions get lifted because of all the uh, mandates coming down. So at least Attica is still racing just without fans in the grandstand. It, it's like it's trying to, it, it, it's a moving target. You can never, it's hard to keep up on who's doing what and when and where. And we're trying well, to keep on top they're, of it. They're throwing some of these restrictions at you kind of last minute. Um, yeah. 50% of It certainly complicates things. Yeah. Scott, before we go, I got to give a shout out to Steve Kester at Kester Mowing. Um, I oh, by the way, Steve, and, and don't forget, Steve, call Charlie. I guess Charlie left you a message. He wants you to do some landscaping. Charlie Crawl. Okay, sorry. Now that you disrupted my train of thought, <laughs> uh, we had a, uh, a water line leak, and uh, Steve Kester of Kester Mowing came out, and uh, it was a real challenge, but he took care of it. Uh, very reasonable on the pricing and just had a great time together. If you need anything done uh, property-wise, give Steve a call. One of these sheets, I have his number here. 419-466-3801. It's also going in the scroll at some point in time. Also, thanks to Ron Miller Race Cars. That guy with the uh, patriotic. That's me. Shirt on. Uh, yeah, go see him. He'll help you get parts for your car or fix your car or build uh, a 911 truck. We built that one. We can build more. There you go. Big D's Pizza and Clyde mentioned Hammer Down Race Support. Save uh, 10% off. Make sure to stop out to Oakshade Raceway. Saturday night, fastest meet to race. They do it every Saturday night. And so far, since uh, racing has been allowed to start up, I guess it was the last uh, weekend in May, we have not had a uh, single rain out or anything. I probably just jinxed it, but almost not really not a drop of rain. We, no, we, we've done well. Absolutely. Mill Street Speedway, they're working on uh, bringing racing back to the Finley area. Uh, still fighting those uh, mandates and restrictions from the health departments. Hopefully, this, I, I'm getting so tired of talking about pandemics and COVID 19. I mean, it is what it is. It's there. You can't deny it. And I just wish it would be. I wish we were over it. I wish we were past it. I wish it wasn't an issue anymore. It's just I have no patience, I guess. I guess we have to have patience. Good things come to those who it's wait. Just gone, it's just gone on way too long, Scott. Yeah, and it doesn't seem to be getting better. Uh, contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racetrack photos, whether on the track or in Victory Lane. Uh, they bring uh, their collection out with them wherever they go. They're at uh, Oakshade Raceway every Saturday night. They're at Toledo quite a bit. Uh, don't go out to Toledo tomorrow or Saturday because you're not going to be allowed to get in and look at the photos anyways, even if they were there. Not that I – I don't know. I wonder if Charlie is going to be there on Friday. We'll at least take pictures. It might bring him to uh, Oakshade the following week. I don't know. Yeah. Also, Continental Service Auto Repair in Adrian, Michigan, 517-263-8573. Speaking of uh, getting back to normal, Ron, um, I guess they're going to start opening up 
some offices again at iHeart in downtown starting on Monday. Not everybody's going back. I'm not sure if I'll be uh, back in the office um, since I'm able to work from here with my little 18 guys back here. I don't know if you noticed them. I don't know yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got uh, Howling Mad Murdoch and, and Faceman. A-Team, excellent show, by the way. But uh, next week is starting that process. I'm not sure about the studios and how that's going to work. I know they have a bunch of uh, syndic- or not syndicated, but uh, sponsored programming that they do and have people. Scott, we're in. almost getting comfortable with this deal. So Well, except for we're relying on our guests' internet connections, and we don't have a phone system, which kind of – I, I right. still want to get Gary Lindahl on one of these days. Uh, announcer up there at Flat Rock and Toledo Speedway, as a matter of fact. He's technologically challenged, too. We all kind of are because none of this really works 100% all the time. But it seems to be working, I guess. But I would like to get back into the actual Ron Miller Studios, Studio A. Because this is like Studio F. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to Dave Kemmer our associate producer, and our field correspondents. I'm, I'm adding a new field correspondent this week. Matt Swander really? and Doug Doc from Sandusky. Oh, Speedway. yeah. He was sending me some uh, some some information. And really, I should... Charlie is kind of a, a field correspondent, too. Charlie Orns, freeze frame photo. He sends me a bunch of stuff, too. So actually... We no, have a lot of great listeners. We do. Uh, and actually, it was his uh, daughter, Kristen, that sent me the Attica thing. It was the first I saw that right before right. we came on the air tonight. So, again, if you're planning on going to Attica Raceway tomorrow night, plan on getting a pit pass. $25. Price is reduced. It's just $10 more than a general mission would have cost you. So, And social distance, wear a mask, bring your mask with you wherever you go this weekend. But uh, support the local tracks. Get out there while you can because you, you never know. You just Absolutely. The season could be ending soon. Or you could be like Lima and not even have a season. Um. It's just, yeah, there's a lot of question marks every day. When you go to a local track this weekend, make sure you take a mask with you, social distance where it's necessary, stay with your group, do everything, and uh, hopefully we can keep racing all summer. Absolutely. And, yes, Jerry, I'll see you out there Saturday at Oakshade. Jerry Keezer, Lima Lang. Lima Lang announcer, he's had nowhere to announce, so he's been coming out and playing uh, announcer with me, helping me out at uh, Oakshade, doing a, a very fine job. So cool. How about we get out of here? Yep. We've gone all Fine. Right. It's time for dinner. Okay. I'm not sure how our experiment went with the uh, virtual car inspection, virtual uh, truck inspection. What well, was the first one, Scott? Think back on our first show. We were not as spectacular as we are now. Yeah. And we're 141 in and we're still not spectacular. We may have gone yeah, up like half a notch. We're, we're semi spectacular. I don't know about that. What was spectacular was. Your wheel coming off at the start of the feature on Saturday. That was pretty spectacular. Yeah, I know how I'm... much I know how happy you were about that. <laughs> Did anybody get reamed yet? Not my style. Okay. Good. It just won't happen again. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Did you make somebody go stand in the corner? Time out. All right. We'll see you next week, seven o'clock. Thursday night, Amberdown Race Report Live. You can always check us out on uh, Google, iTunes, iHeartRadio. We prefer iHeartRadio. That's uh, the one to go to. Anything else? Follow us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. We appreciate that. And uh, 
Twitter. Oh, YouTube. We're on YouTube as well. This will be up on YouTube within uh, probably an hour or so. so. Yeah, if, if you want to watch our uh, virtual tech inspection of, of Corey McCoy's 911 truck. Maybe we um, should have pre-recorded it so we could have done something like this. Just play this out. Right? See, if it was pre-recorded, then can you hear me, Ron? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if uh, it muted yeah, my, no, my audio. There. I, I can hear you. Okay. So there you go. There's Mill Street Speedway again. But you can, that video is somewhere on YouTube too. It's not on uh, the Hammer Down Racing Report channel. It's on my other channel. Maybe I'll share that. This one's there. I'm going to shut up now. It's time to go. Go eat. We'll see you, Scott. All right. We, whoa, that is not right. What? We're not about to begin. Nope, we're about to end. So, all right, we're out. Bye-bye. Good night, all. Train wreck is over. Nothing to see here. Go home. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.